My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi, friends. Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Halloween. Ooh, ooh, Halloween. You should have like sang the do 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 do. You should have done that. What I should have done was gotten that stereotypical Halloween song that we saw in that TikTok. I don't know what you're talking about. I will find it quick. Things you'll only understand if you grew up in the 90s. I'm about to play a Halloween sound that you may have forgotten about, but if you grew up in the 90s, once I play this sound, you will instantly remember it. This is the sound of our childhood. Things you'll only understand if you... Oh yeah, that sound. Yes, that sound. I didn't have it didn't the sound didn't come out of that same monster for no, me. No. But it I've was never, the same sound. I've never seen that monster. But that sound came out of many things. Yeah. What the fuck is that sound supposed to be? I don't know. I think that's all they could do back then. It's like there were um toy guitars. Like you'd hit a button on it and it'd yeah. go Bang! And you hit another button and go, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. And then you hit a button and it would do another sound. And then you hit a button and it would go through all the sounds. Every one of those toy guitars played all the same sounds. Mm-hmm. And those guns that would be like, pew. Or you'd hit it and go, yeah, they, they all made the same ones and they went in the same order, the same sequence. Yeah. No matter what brand, yeah. no matter what they looked like, they all made the same sounds. Like it's still like, I can still hear it. So how's it going, babe? Fine. I'm a little tired and bored. I'm pretty tired, too. I'm not quite as bored. Uh, What a fucking movie, though. As I said in the mini episode, this is one of my top five movies in general, Carolyn. Okay. This movie was written in 10 days. Stunning. I'm not surprised. It was. It's pretty boring. What? No, it is not boring. 90 look, look at my eyes. I'm looking at your eyes. Or I look sleepy. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the movie was boring. It might just be sleepy. So many people point to this as the first slasher movie. Uh, those people are wrong. They're they're not correct. Okay. <laughs> it's compelling. It's a compelling argument because it sort of set the tone for the slasher explosion of the 80s. Uh, this movie is closer in tone and tropes to like Friday the 13th and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Did this come out first? Yes. I think this... So they're saying it's like the first of all of those. Yeah, but I, I just disagree. It's not the first slasher film ever. 
No, they'll say it's the first slasher film, too. But there's a couple more before it, I would argue. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was four years earlier. That was definitely slasher. Yep, and uh, Black Christmas was released like at the exact same time as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And Black Christmas is probably more in line with Halloween, how it is. It's a guy hunting the co-eds or whatever. I'll take your word for it, hopefully. So, slashers, I would say, generally center around, like, some sort of revenge. Something happened to the killer, and now he's back for vengeance. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, They're usually about killing a group of people one by one. It seems to be, like, every one of those slasher movies, that's one of the things. Chasing them or hunting or stalking their prey. Mm-hmm. that's just how the slasher movies go and there's always seemingly sharp objects involved that's how I would define a slasher and we talked about it before in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre episode I didn't want to open the can of worms then I really don't want to now but I would say Psycho first slasher okay just so we're clear I don't care I'm going with Psycho All right. let's jump into the cast though so, speaking of Psycho, we've got Jamie Lee Curtis as the lead-slash-final girl, Laurie Strode. Why is that a Psycho connection? She was in that, too? No, she was not in that. I don't know! Her mother, Janet Lee, was the woman in the infamous shower scene from Psycho. Oh, yeah. You've told me that before. The scene lovingly recreated on my left arm. And she was actually cast in this movie because of that. Because Jamie Lee Curtis was... Cast in Halloween because of her mom. mom. They wanted the publicity. And this was her first movie role. Definitely not her last. No. How much do you think she was paid for this role? No clue. According to HalloweenMovies.com, (laughs) $8,000. Wow. (laughs) Donald Pleasance was um, Dr. Loomis. Mm Mm-hmm. He was the biggest name in the movie. He played the Bond villain that was the inspiration for Dr. Evil. So the villain that Mike Myers parodied in his fucking Austin Powers movie was in the Halloween movies with Michael Myers. Very interesting. He was in quite a lot of shit, though, before that. Uh, Great Escape, Fantastic Voyage, and George Lucas's first film, THX 1138. His role as Dr. Loomis throughout the Halloween series would be what he is most known for. He was the highest paid actor in this film. What did he make? $20,000. Oh, look at me. Fuck yeah, doggy. Michael Myers, or The Shape, as he's credited in this movie, he's only credited as Michael Myers when he's a kid. When he's an adult, he's credited as The Shape. The Shape? The Shape. That's technically his name, The Shape. That's stupid. He was played by Nick Castle. Nick Castle went on to work with John Carpenter a good bit, but you'll be familiar with his work as a director of films such as Major Pain. I like that movie. (laughs) And Dennis the Menace. I like that one too. Both of those films directed by the guy that played Michael Myers. Nice. He was paid $25 a day to be Michael Myers. Wow. This film was shot in 20 days. Oh my God. (laughs) This man... (laughs) <laughs> did he play him in the other movies too i i think he might have played him a little bit in the second one the second one was like famously played by um 
Dick Warlock. Okay. <laughs> Famously, because that's the best fucking name that there is. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of wanted. He did. He did um, some other work. So he's one of the most famous. What are they called? They're not monsters. Like villains. Yeah, like he's one of the most famous ones. Yeah, and he got paid twenty five dollars a day. Yeah, and they filmed in twenty days. Oh my God. Which means if he, if he was on set every day, he made five hundred dollars for this movie. That's horrible. <laughs> but on to the movie. So it starts off with the um, iconic theme. It gets me. It's so good. That is the best theme in a movie that there is. That is the best movie theme there is. The theme music. Yeah. I thought you meant like the theme of the movie. No. No, the music. That is the best, right? That's... Sorry, I was still like in like my third grade mind zone. Like you're like, oh, the theme of the movie. And they're like themes of the books and mm. what, what's the message behind it? And I'm like, what? And um, Theme music. I'd song. nearly put you to sleep talking about the cast. Yeah, I'm asleep. So that's John Carpenter, who wrote and directed the movie, did all the music too. His music is as good as his filmmaking. He's probably my favorite director. Two of my top five favorite movies are by him. This and They Live. So You seem to have like uh, 55 top five movies, just so okay. you're aware. Here- no, no, I don't want to hear them all. You already heard two of them. The other three, Mallrats, Terminator 2, Ghostbusters. That's the top five. Okay. Now, the position of those movies changes often, but they're all in there. So we start out with the classic first-person view. You don't know what it is going on. Um, the first time you see it, you don't know what is going on. I knew what was going on. You probably knew what was going on. Unfortunately, yes. Um, Dork boyfriend is safe, but his sister has to pay for that sex. Mikey puts on a mask, and we got a breast and a kill, just in time for mom and dad to arrive. She did not fight back. No, she was very She covered her boobs and let him stab her in the elbow. Yeah. Apparently. She was very concerned with um, not letting her younger brother see her naked. Mm -hmm. She gave her life for that. And he stabbed her with just the tip of the knife. Yeah, just the tip. <laughs> and uh, very shallow wounds about the arms area. Yeah. And supposedly she died. It was a lot. She bled out probably. So while we're on the subject, I have five boobs, five kills, no jump scares, one dead dog, sadly. Uh, Mom and dad really didn't seem concerned. No. They, they kind of just, just like stood there, and the lady put her hands in her pockets. Yeah, saying, the, what are we gonna do with you, dear? The mom seemed significantly more bored with the situation than the dad. The yeah. dad seemed a little concerned. The mom's like, "Oh my fucking god!" As the kid. camera's fading away, you can—I mean—you can like see them thinking, "When are they gonna yell cut?" Yeah, specifically <laughs> her though. Yeah. So just like that, we skip ahead to Devil's Night, 1978. It's storming. We meet Doctor Loomis and a nurse in a station wagon. And for some reason, all the crazy people are just wandering around in the rain. Mm-hmm. Like, like th- they never really tell you what the fuck happened here. Uh, my guess is Michael Myers happened. Yeah, what do he do? He just let everybody out somehow. Well, he 
probably killed the people in charge, and then the other people just got out wandering around. Yeah, but they didn't really say that. I mean, the next day, Loomis is there talking to the guy that runs the hospital, and the guy that runs the hospital like more or less just blames Loomis, like everybody in this movie does. How did they all get out then? I don't know. Um, but Michael Myers is gone. Michael has stolen the station wagon, and for someone that hasn't driven ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> never has ever. driven, uh, he's not too fucking bad at it. It's kind of fun to think about Michael Myers driving his big-ass station wagon around 150 miles to get home. When he's never been in a car before. Yeah, he's never driven in a car. He's never driven a car before. I can't imagine he has... A ton of experience with maps. Yeah, they didn't have GPS systems back then. He wouldn't necessarily know the way. Anyway. But he finds his way home. Yeah, because now we're in Haddonfield. We're introduced to Lori Strode and little Tommy Doyle, who she'll be babysitting later. Lori drops a key at the Myers house, and that's where Michael lays eyes on her. And she notices him creeping on her while she's at school. So he's driven over to the school then. Why does he focus on her? I don't know. Maybe her purity? Because he's evil personified. That is basically what he is in this movie. But why would he focus on her purity? He wants to kill the ones that are having the sex. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's an opposites attract scenario. Don't make any sense. Anyway, poor Tommy's getting bullied. Um... He's also carrying a massive, massive fucking pumpkin out of school. Like, who gave him that pumpkin? Like, did you just get pumpkins from school? I don't know. He's the only one with a pumpkin, and it was a big fucking pumpkin. But he crushes it. Michael Myers is there. He could have killed the bully, but he doesn't. He's not a good guy. No. And it was also daytime. He doesn't kill in the day? Not in this movie. He didn't kill. Well, I yeah, guess... he did. He killed for the, the clothes. But we don't know when that happened. He could, that was in transit to Haddonfield. It still might have been dark out. He's he's stalking Tommy now, but I think he's only stalking Tommy Doyle because he saw Tommy with Lori. Mm-hmm. Now the theory always was that Lori Strode is his sister, but she doesn't know it. But when this movie came out, that wasn't true. Right. They. It, Made that for the sequels. Correct. And I don't think, like, Carpenter didn't love the idea of it. Of sequels? I don't I don't think he loved the idea of sequels, but he definitely, because he wasn't, he didn't direct the sequel. He wrote the sequel, but he's criticized that storyline is, like, stupid. Mm-hmm. And I guess it kind of is. And when the, the reboot came out in 2018, they completely scrapped the storyline, and they said... Like, they even bring it up in the movie that it's just a rumor. So the 2018 Halloween is actually in the canon of Halloween movies, the second one now. Okay. Because he wanted originally for it to be much later. He wanted the second one to be much later, not the same fucking night. Because the second one just literally picks up at the hospital the same night but as the first one. still Halloween? Yeah, well, it might be, like, November 1st, but yeah. Well, how can it be a Halloween movie if it's not on Halloween? Well, it could be. I mean, it could be midnight. It picks up right in the hospital. They take Lori to the hospital because she's been injured. 
and then Michael shows up at the hospital. Oh. So it's immediately. So one of the biggest problems I have with this movie is this scene we're on. We're on the scene where he's stalking Tommy and he's like driving away in the car. Mm -hmm. They give you the first person view from the beginning of the movie, but it's from the backseat of the car while Michael Myers is driving. So it's not really a first person view. It should have been from the front seat while he was driving. I even specifically ask you, why is he in the back of a cop car? Yeah, because he wasn't. But the camera clearly was in the back of that car. And it clearly wanted you to, because of how it was looking around, it clearly wanted you to think it was Michael Myers looking. But at one point in time, you can see Michael Myers driving the car. (laughs) So it's like you're just in the back seat of the car while Michael Myers is driving you around. Yeah. And... I'm assuming it was a technological limitation because, like I said, they're paying these people fucking 500 bucks. Not a big budget movie. Like I said, this is my favorite movie, but there are some things that are a little strange about it. It's fucking weird that we're 30 minutes into this movie and Michael Myers is just driving around like a fucking wacko in a mask. Yeah, and stalking complete strangers. Like, he just picked one random chick. Yes. But I think it started because she went up to the house while he was there. I think that's why he started stalking her. Because she went to his house? Yes. And he was in there. So the homeboy's put in like 200 fucking miles on this car since he's escaped. He's mm-hmm. driving fucking everywhere. Every other horror movie, the killer just kind of shows up. Like Jason walks and he's somehow in front of you. Mm-hmm. Freddy comes to you in your dreams and fucking... Michael Myers stalks you in between fucking Uber fees. I don't know what he's fucking... He was out of his car for a while stalking her on foot, and then he was stalking her in the car, and then he was stalking her on foot again, and then he was stalking her in the car so close that he could have kissed her bumper, and she didn't even notice. No, they didn't notice at all. Driving around. I I never related to this trick-or-treating in the afternoon stuff. But apparently it is a thing in some communities because I've seen it in more movies than just this. Um, It seems much, much safer, honestly. And significantly more lame, too. Enough of that shit. Because Michael Myers is in the yard. He's out in the sheets. Like, what's he fucking... (laughs) Michael Myers is in the sheets. He is. He's in the sheets. He's just fucking hanging out in the sheets. So he's hiding behind bushes. He's hiding in the sheets. He could have killed her by now. There's so many memes about that. What? Michael Myers just watching you from random yeah. places. Because <laughs> that's all he does in this fucking movie he is he just watches creeps. people from weird fucking angles. He just hangs out in weird spots. Mm-hmm. Not even trying to hide from you and watches you. He just is trying to talk to them about their car's extended warranty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you notice that Laurie Strode... Lori Strode smokes her joint with two hands while the other girl just smokes it like a normal fucking human. I didn't notice. Yeah, in the car, she's going two hands. Well, obviously, she wasn't very good at it. She was coughing like crazy. Yeah, and they were all oblivious to the fact that Michael Myers is, of course, tailing them. And in this scene, he couldn't drive. Did you notice him? I don't know if they were trying to make sure he was in every camera shot. But he was swerving around like a fucking drunk behind him. I don't understand how they didn't see him behind them. Especially when he's driving like that. 
And then how did he know to stop following them when they pulled up to talk to her dad? Maybe he saw the cop car. I don't know why. She's like, oh, shit, it's my dad. Get rid of the joint. They didn't why have did, to stop. Yeah, why did she they pull over to talk to her dad? They could have just kept driving. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't something that had to happen. So someone broke into the hardware store. They stole some masks, ropes, and knives. And the cop is like, yeah, just probably some kids. Is that the same cop that the guy was talking to saying that Michael Myers is on the way? Yeah. And he didn't put two and two together? I think that was before Loomis was there. Okay. Um, he is acting like it's a no big deal, but that's like, that's like what you would steal yeah. if you're going to be a serial killer. Though it is Halloween, so that is like classic prank gear too true there's also no way they would know what was stolen you wouldn't know that oh no you wouldn't would you know go in there and do a, one thing a rope do a fucking full inventory of the store yeah someone can come into our house tomorrow steal halloween costumes some of our steak knives and a skein of your wool we would never know they better not fucking take my wool okay but it's too that's much. That's not good for tying people up. No, it's not good for tying people up. You'd need acrylic for that. Yeah, and you don't own any of that. Ugh. None of that Walmart shit for you. No. You fucking elitist. <laughs> but yeah, they really go into a lot of effort to make sure Lori Strode is some like sexless loser. Mm-hmm. Like she's a dork. Um, she holds her joints with two hands. Yep, she doesn't have a date for the dance next weekend. Nope, she fucking babysits. She. Babysits other people's stuff. They all have plans for the night, and she's like, of course I don't. Yeah. She's like, I guess I'll sit here and knit. Oh, you need me to babysit your kid so you can go get your fucking back blown out? That's Mm -hmm. fine. It's all good. But it's nighttime somehow in this. They have driven from. They drove five minutes, and it suddenly is pitch black dark. Yeah. And Michael Myers has been following them the whole time. This man has been driving a station wagon for about 24 hours now. Mm-hmm. He's done nothing but drive no, a he station. He got out and stretched his legs yeah, a little he, bit. That's what he was doing. He'd get out and stretch his legs in the sheets, near the bushes, yeah. right next to the car for some reason. At the school, just stalking random people, and then he'd get back and keep driving. He has driven so much that he has had the, he has probably had to stop and get gas. Mm-hmm. There is... There is a scene of this movie that did not make it where Michael Myers is just standing there pumping fucking gas. With his mask on. With his mask looking on. creepy. In a fucking blue <laughs> jumpsuit, just pumping gas, looking bored out of his mind. Like, just imagine Michael Myers in the sheets. That's also how he pumps gas. Mm-hmm. That's how he does everything. 35 minutes into this movie, and we've basically seen Michael Myers do nothing but cruise around like a high school kid on a Friday night. And you said it's not boring. It's not. It's fucking awesome. You don't think that's hilarious? How, how is that not boring? <laughs> there was other things going on. A whole movie isn't about Michael Myers. Loomis, Loomis describes Michael Myers as pure evil. That's the point of the movie. Like, and he wouldn't even use proper pronouns. He called it it yeah the whole time yeah that's because he's not supposed to be humanized at all i don't think you're supposed to fucking like him or pity him or relate to him in any way and that's that's i think why i like these movies so much because like freddy um he's super charismatic you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you end up liking freddy 
Freddy becomes like almost like the anti-hero of these movies. These kids are literally doing nothing wrong, but you're still rooting for Freddy to kill him. And he's making fucking jokes. <laughs> I do laugh a little bit, but I know I don't root for Freddy to win. Welcome to prime time, bitch. That that shit is so funny. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very funny. Freddie was doing like halftime at the fucking Super Bowl. Um, and he's not victimized like Jason. Like Jason, kind of has a bit of a beef. I mean, yeah, they let him drown. They let him drown while they were fornicating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Myers. None of that shit applies. He's not charismatic he's just a whatsoever. Psychopath. Yep, he's just a blank slate that was filled in with fucking pure evil. And a lot of patience. He waited patiently for yes. the day to come. Yes, he did. He looked through the wall. Mm-hmm. So he does kill the dog, like I said earlier. I'm sorry. I don't like that. So many d- dogs have died in movies we've watched for this podcast, and it's unacceptable. And I'm sorry, people. Uh, I've given zero fucks about it. So both kids are watching The Thing, a movie that was famously remade by John Carpenter. I miss so much just watching horror movies all night on Halloween and like the 13 days leading up to Halloween. I miss that so much. Just like, oh, I have no responsibilities whatsoever except I get to watch these fucking horror movies, probably with my grandmother. If you start crying, you know what happens. No. I'm out. Oh, yeah. You'll fucking turn the podcast off? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Don't start this nostalgic ball of baby shit. I'm Carolyn, out. Carolyn, this, one of the pillars of this podcast is nostalgia. I don't like it. So Michael gets another kill, uh, strangulation slash stabbing in a car. Because this motherfucker loves being in cars. How... This is just a regular, like, butcher knife. He is stabbing people like it's a sword. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Through a car seat, through the person so much that they are dead. Like, to be fair, he. You go out, go in our kitchen and get our biggest knife we have. Try to stab it through a car seat. You might get a little poke. You're you're not wrong, but he did strangle her, too. But I thought it was fitting it was in a car because he spent so much of his time in a car. Mm hmm. Um,. He's like half Ted Bundy, half Jay Leno. Jay Leno? Yeah, he's in cars all the fucking time. That's all he does. And he's also not funny, just like Michael Myers. Jay Leno's in cars all the time? Oh my God, that's all he does. He sits in cars? Yeah, he fucking loves them. How would I know that? Because it's his passion. He likes to wear fucking full denim outfits and fucking go in cars. And not be funny. I've fun. only seen him in this talk show. I'm fucking Team Conan, so okay. fuck that guy. The drunks go in the house to make out, so you know where that is headed. I didn't rewind it, and I think I should have. He said, I'm going to tear your clothes off, then you're going to tear my clothes off, then we're going to tear Lindsay's clothes off. Yes. Lindsay was the child. Yeah. So I heard that too. I was like, wait, what? So they are... It, are they implying that they do rape this child? Or is that just a funny rape joke? That's not very funny. Like, what the fuck was that all about? Uh, I think he was making fun of her because 
she was saying all he ever thinks about is sex, and she was saying all, wait, he was saying all she ever thinks about is sex, and she said all he ever thinks about is sex, so he was making jokes like, we're just going to take everybody's clothes off, because that's all you think about. Hmm. But yeah, I heard that too. I'm like, wait, isn't that the kid? Yeah, because that's what I thought at first too. I'm like, oh, they're going to have a threesome with that girl, and I'm wait, like, wait, no, they're not, because that's the child. Like, what was the girl's name? Annie. No, the other girl. The the young girl? No. There was two teenage girls. What was the one he killed in the car? What was her name? That was Annie. Oh, it was Annie. Okay. Yeah, Annie was killed in the car, and Linda was the one that was killed upstairs. Yeah. I knew that was Linda because Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's called a mnemonic device when you can relate something to something else like that. Uh-huh. I like it. But you know where that's headed. Um, they're upstairs having sex and the phone starts ringing. And why Why would you stop having sex because the phone's ringing? I don't know. How does he know everyone's phone number? Was that him calling? He's called multiple times now. I don't think he ever called. The Did first it just make you think it's him? Yeah, the first time... The first time when he called, when you thought it was Lori that he was calling, that was actually Linda calling. Oh, yeah, because she said her mouth was full. The yeah. First time. Okay. Yeah. You're right. I I'm, thought I'm, he was calling. I'm assuming she was sucking a dick or what? Is that what they were implying? She said she was eating. I know, but. Oh, my God, chill. She only thinks of sex. That's all you think about. Oh, my God. So I would not stop having sex just because the phone is ringing. No. I probably wouldn't answer it. But that also depends, de- on, who that depends on who it is. <laughs> some some of our friends would like it if we yeah. answer. So that 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 is a case by case basis. But what wouldn't happen is stopping. I can't even tell you how many times I have this one friend when I answer the phone. She specifically says, "Are you talking to me while you're having sex?" I'm like, "I <laughs> never talked to you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wouldn't answer. Why are you asking me that?" Yeah, yeah. If it just really depends who you are. So we do get the coolest kill of the movie. But I seriously question if the physics work out. It's where he fucking... When he kills Bob? Oh, yeah. Well, that's another thing. His his knife being a sword again. It, was, it wasn't even to the hilt inside Not his even, gut. It wasn't even close to, to right. the hilt. Halfway through the knife, but supposedly all the way through his body, so far into the door that it's able to hold his entire body up. Yeah. And he's stabbed like this. Overhanded, downward motion. But like, he's very strong. Okay. That That is... That How do you get it straight into the door like this? That is the Overhanded. part... That is the part I have the least problem with. <laughs> the biggest problem is the fact that it's not even, it's like six inches from the hill yeah. of the fucking knife. This knife is the size of a sword, yeah. apparently. If it was a machete, I think you could possibly do it. Yeah. But boy. Not this butcher knife. But man, it looks cool. Oh, it doesn't look stupid. No. <laughs> Stop blowing holes in it. I thought that's why I was here. Ugh. Like I'm, that why I'm invited. Watching it critically like this, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Not oh, favorite movie anymore, is it? <laughs> like, oh <laughs> now, shit. It's now dropped down to the top twenty. There's quite a few things that are <laughs> weird about this movie that I love so much. Oh good. Glad you see the error of your ways. So now Michael Myers is dressed like the stereotypical um sheet over the head ghost. Mm-hmm. He's With like glasses. 
Huh? With glasses. Yes. Well, he had to wear Bob's glasses because how else would she believe it's Bob if he didn't have the glasses on? If it was truly Bob, he would be wearing his glasses under the sheet. Yeah, but it doesn't look as funny. See, that's that's almost too charismatic for Michael Myers. He it looks is. he looks like one of the fucking Maitlands from Beetlejuice yeah, that was at this too point. Much. And it's a little too charismatic. Um He did strangle her with the phone cord though. So she's dead too. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um What's her name? Lori? Yeah, I'm surprised Lori didn't think she was having sex when she called her. She did. She said, first you gave me your mouth is full, now you give me your moans. She said, she said screams. She didn't say moans. She didn't, I thought she was going to make a sexual innuendo. She did. A sexual joke, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, I think she did. I don't think she did. Yeah, I think she did. Because if she really thought she was in danger, she wouldn't have walked over to the I house. I don't think she thought she was in danger. I thought she was just fucking with her. Maybe. I thought it was a sexual innuendo. If she thought she was having sex, why would she go over there? I th- I don't know. She definitely thought something was wrong. But anyway, Loomis finally notices the car that has been sitting there forever. Like, I don't know how he didn't see it the whole fucking time, but it's been I don't si- know how big this town is. Maybe he was just... No, he saw it from the Myers house. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> They literally drove down the street. They could have walked to where they babysat at, but they drove so long that it got pitch black dark out. Well, they drove around town. They're just cruising around? Yeah. Smoking a doobie? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, this all takes place in a couple blocks radius because when she's walking to school in the morning, she stops and drops the key off at the Myers house. Mm-hmm. So it's all right there. And Loomis is standing in the Myers driveway when he looks down and he sees the station wagon. That makes it even more suspicious why they wouldn't notice that this car was following them around. This yeah. tiny, tiny, tiny little town. I would think that Lori would have noticed the fucking car too. Yeah. Because she looked out the window a million times. And they, her friend yelled at that car and it stressed her out. Yeah. So Lori is now at the murder house, which is a scary proposition. I don't understand. The dude's body is gone. Yes. I don't understand why Michael Myers hides his kills. Leopards hide their kills in trees. Maybe he is into leopards. Maybe he saw a leopard documentary. I don't know. He's definitely not in the cougars, though, because he's only going after the young girls. I don't. He's a fucking weirdo and apparently moves very swiftly. He's able to stash them, hang them up, move the tombstone like everything in just her short walk from one house to the other across the street well he had already started um he moved the girl that he killed he moved annie earlier because the little boy tommy saw him moving her back into the house before the other two got there so i don't know where he actually put her she was in that cabinet she was in the cabinet yeah and then the cabinet door open and she starts squealing for the third time okay so you know, it just conveniently opened when she. I was thought I thought Annie was the one in the bed with the tombstone. I don't know which one was which. Yeah, there was someone in the cabinet. Yeah, it doesn't particularly matter. Um, one of them is on the bed with the Judith Myers tombstone. Mm-hmm. Super emo. Mm-hmm. You were so offended about yeah. that. He's so dramatic. <laughs> he is very dramatic. He is a very emotional boy. 
Like, why? He... It's not like he's sad and sorry that he killed his sister, so why has he got to be all like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. But Lori knows all her friends are dead now, and then she is stabbed in the arm and falls not down the steps, over the banister at the top of the steps Mm -hmm. and just to the floor. Yeah. Very, very painful. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to fucking hurt. That is probably where I die. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck, I am not getting up. So unless he cannot do stairs, I am screwed. I am thankful that he did not move like the other serial killers where they're walking super slowly. He did. I mean, he did kind of book it down those stairs. Yeah. He was, he was moving. And he, but I mean, he did kind of walk across the grass or whatever. He didn't run everywhere. Yeah. But it wasn't like Jason where he just walked and then was in front of you somehow. Yeah. I don't know what's up with the fucking neighbors either. <laughs> they got a girl screaming, bleeding, pleading for help. And they're just like, you on your own, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Turn the <laughs> fucking lights off. Shut, shut those curtains. blinds. Yeah. You do not exist. I'm sorry, but that's how I would react. Yeah. Someone comes crying up on my porch. I ain't home. Too many kids in this house. They look like an older couple, though. Um, I'd be scared they were selling something. You know how I get when they try to sell stuff on our porch? I open a door. I'm not interested. Shut and lock the door. Very, very mean about it. We haven't had any of them in a long, long time. COVID. Probably. So probably not the best of moves to bring the boogeyman to the kids. Yeah. She probably tried. Well, to... She did try to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It wasn't her first option. No one was letting her in, so <clears throat> she kind of had no choice. But she gets in the house and notices the windows open. Ugh, yeah. you know what that means. Yeah, well, yeah, he's already in there. Oh yeah. But she got him with your secret weapon. And why? Why does he go in and hide? If he's got <laughs> into the window, why didn't he just go straight to her then and try to kill her? Yeah, why because... does he hide? Because it wasn't even far from the window. No. <laughs> it's like the couch. It was like behind the couch. Uh-huh. Like the bitch. She's going to sit down. Don't fucking get her. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He fucking hunts. He like stalks everybody. He fucked with everybody. Mm-hmm. The only person he didn't fuck with was the guy. I guess he fucked with him a little because he was hiding in the closet for some reason. Yeah. But he didn't really toy with him at all. Like he followed Annie around forever. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he takes some pleasure in fucking with them. Um, she's definitely wasting a ton of time laying around and not stabbing him a thousand times. Like, I don't know. We have more information than her, but she at least knows that he killed all her friends. Yeah. So, she should she should have that knife and be stabbing him a lot of times. Well, you missed the best part. She stabbed him with a knitting needle. I said she stabbed him with your secret weapon. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, a knitting needle. Your kindred spirits. I I had never noticed that she knit before until... I mean, I've seen this movie like five times. Yeah. And I was like, was she knitting? She yeah. was knitting. Yeah. I didn't know she stabbed it with a knitting needle. How did I miss that? All the other times that I watched this movie. Now, what sucks is they probably have her knitting because they're trying to make her seem like a loser. <sighs> yeah, they're trying to make her seem like a nerd. That hurts, Rich. I didn't do it. You cut me real deep. I didn't do it. You got me real deep there. I didn't do it, babe. I'm you sorry. Did. You brought it up. You said it. I'm, I figured you might have known. Everything they do is it hurts. 
the, the the fucking shirt tucked in, the apron, everything they do to her. She actually said, I don't remember where I read this, but she said she wanted to play one of the other girls because she could relate to them more because she wasn't like a goody two shoes dork in high school. Mm-hmm. But no, she's. Remember when one of our kids stabbed themselves with my knitting needle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was sitting there just minding my business knitting, and uh, I, the kid wanted to get on my lap or sit on my lap, so I put my knitting beside, like beside me on the couch, and he came and like jumped onto my lap, and his knee landed in my project with the needles, and just stabbed him right, right in like right in the knee like the squishy area beside the kneecap it was sticking out of his knee and we had to like pull it out yeah so gross like not unlike michael myers yeah (laughs) (laughs) at least it was the knee and not the freaking neck yeah that would have been a fucking problem although don't don't pull it out if that happened (laughs) according to this movie it wouldn't have been that big a fucking deal no he was fine so he chased her up the stairs and she's gonna go in the closet which is generally a bad place to hide. Um, if so, she opened like those balcony windows, window door, the bait, yeah, windows or whatever. Did she was she trying to make him think she went out? Yes. And then she went in the closet, wrapped a thing around the closet, so that when he tried to open the door, he's like, "Oh, this doesn't open. There must be someone in there because it's fucking. They don't lock. Right. So. <clears throat> also, she was not quiet. No. Well, at first she was, but once she started rattling, she lost it. Yeah. Which I probably would, too. Probably like, fuck, I'm dead in here. The closet does allow her um, the ability to give his head the old back alley abortion, though. Little clothes hanger to the eye. Mm-hmm. She gets the knife, stabs him with the knife. One time. Gives him the knife back because um, she loves giving him his weapon back. Yes. It's she, it's better if he has his weapon. To- Barely graze him and then uh, lay the knife down. Yes, um, and then you you can you know it's happening because you can see him in the background while she's sitting there, not stabbing him a thousand times. Once again, like I would prefer her to do is mm-hmm. just stab him a thousand times. Um, he sits up like the fucking Undertaker. Yes, <laughs> straight up does bend his knees, <laughs> and he looks to the side. Exactly like The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. There's no way that The Undertaker didn't steal that from this movie. Because it's exactly the same. Sits right the fuck up, looks over. All, he, he he might as well went out there and fucking choke slammed her. <laughs> Gave her a fucking tombstone pile driver right down the steps. Yeah. They remove the mask then. He gets the mask torn off. It's for like two or three seconds. Yeah. I hate it. Why? Because there was no need for it. He's just like a dude. Well, he should have looked like a dude missing an eye. He just yeah. got stabbed. He wasn't even bloody. Well, he kind of had his eye closed, but I just thought, I thought it took away some of the mystery. I don't think you want to see his face. So he's been stabbed in the neck, eye, stomach, shot six times, falls out of a window, and he's Still gone. not dead. He's fucking gone that's where the whole question of is michael myers human or not comes from because of that shit if they weren't planning for a sequel why did they let him get up and run away then well i thought that i think they thought they would be a sequel i i don't think 
they made the sequel that they wanted to make. Because they left it far too open-ended for them to not have a sequel for it. You know what I mean? It, they had to have a sequel. Although movies like Black Christmas, I think he's arguably still alive. Got away with it. But I haven't seen that movie in a long time. So he might not be. You're not going to make me watch it, are you? What? Black Christmas? No. Okay. So I think the moral here is you can't kill evil. Evil just exists in the world. That's the theme. Yeah. Get it? That is a theme. <laughs> so there we have it. Uh, not the first slasher, but I would say by far the most influential. This is what spawned all those movies in the 80s. Yeah. You can see all the tropes. The first of its time. Yeah. Like all the tropes seem played out and boring now, but they were all like fairly new then. The group of teens had been done a little bit, like Black Christmas. Now they've been well overdone. Yes, it's been well overdone, but it started with this. And when you look at a movie like this, you have to look at it in that context, that all the shit you've seen in that movie was being done for the first time, not the seven millionth time. Yeah. So Halloween had a budget of, do you think it was high? No, <laughs> and they, they filmed it in 20 days. The budget was two hundred to $250,000. I'm surprised you put the thousand in there. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> well, let's be real. They had to pay uh fucking guy that paid Michael Myers $500. Yeah, I mean, I guess they didn't have iPhones back then. So I don't even know what they spent cameras. it on. If the highest salary was twenty grand, they gave Carpenter 10000 to write the script. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they even spent that much money on. Definitely wasn't the actor. The goddamn mask is just a fucking William Shatner mask painted white. I love that. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the best part is like when you don't know and then you find out and you're like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Because then you can't unsee it. And they fuck with the mask throughout the series. So it kind of isn't as bad yeah. later on. But you're like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Shit, that is really William Shatner. Mm -hmm. So, where are you putting it? Oh, Lord, I forgot. On a positive note, I won't make you rate the movies you pick. What was Near Dark about? Vampires. Like in the desert. All right. I... You know how much I hate a grudge. Yeah. It scared me so much. Scared, yeah. But at least there was a point to the movie. There's a point to this movie. Evil. I'm going to put it between the grudge and porno. Is porno the worst? No, the worst is Gremlins 2, that motherfucking movie. We were scrolling through movies for you to possibly pick. What, last night? And Gremlins 2 was one of them that came up and... You had a yeah. visceral reaction to that movie. I cannot believe Correct. you disliked that movie so much. So this is third from the bottom? No. I just threw it over there. You have more than one movie below porno? That's surprising. <clears throat> it goes 
Malignant, After Midnight, Monster Squad, Books of Blood, Gremlins, His House, Army of the Dead, Tucker and Dale, Final Destination, The Love Witch, Near Dark, The Grudge, Halloween, Porno, Creep Show, Gremlins 2. Oh, Creep Show was down there too. Boy, a lot of those ones at the bottom are ones we just fucking watched. I don't like them. But at least you like Malignant. Yeah. So that'll do it for this week. Um, We'll have another mini episode next week. I'll pick a movie. And then Carolyn gets to pick her rom-com revenge movie. Whoop, whoop. And then Carolyn gets to pick the next four Switching horror movies. Up. And I get to pick a rom-com revenge, which I've already picked. I already have it picked. I have so many on my list that I want to pick for my horror movie really i am gonna have a hard time narrowing it down to four huh <laughs> we'll save that list because maybe we can do this again like once a year or something no maybe twice a year eh. no it's not that big a list no <laughs> all right and also it, that wouldn't be any fun okay so like i said one more horror movie one rom-com revenge and then a bunch of horror picks from carolyn I am so interested to, interested to see what they are. I already know what one of them on the like, list you is. You might know what's on the list. You don't know what I'm picking. No, but I know what one of them on the list is. Casper, of course. <laughs> it's very boosky. <laughs> oh, boosky. yeah, it's very boosky. <laughs> so that's it for us this week. Um, join us next week for the mini episode. And I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>